do therapies every day, even if it hurts. I told them, just keep going, keep going, because I want it to be better. Nothing that is going to stop me. That's, that's the mindset right there. Hello and welcome to the Rona Mindset Podcast. Today we have a very, very, very special treat. Guest is a friend of mine and somebody whose story is so inspiring. It will move you. I very promise you, promise you, it will move you. So please, without further ado, MK Guzman. Hello, how are you? I am good. How are you doing? Very good, very good. Thank you. I uh, just look at you. Your hair is getting longer. Yes, it is. It's, I, I feel better. I feel good. <laughs> my my <laughs> good. hair is longer. I I become to look normal again. You know, after right. all these changes in my life. Right. Yeah, you've had a lot of changes. So let's 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 talk about that. Like, give us a little insight on, you know, what you were doing in your life. And then what happened, and then how things changed, and what you've gone on since. So, because you were you were a model and a spokesperson, and you were flying all over, and so tell us tell us about that. Yes, it's very intense, very intense. I'm sorry, my English is my second language, but I time my best. <laughs> it, no, it's perfect. It's perfect. I don't know if it touched my heart the same way like I speak Spanish, but I will try to tell you everything in this, you know, this conversation. But yes, like you say, I was um, doing modeling. I was working for a lot of companies or agencies that I was modeling bathing suits. And, you know, I was busy in my life and working in a school district also. I was teaching Spanish and I have... Uh, I have a busy, busy schedule before. And then yeah. going a hundred and then stop for 2%. So it was like a very tragic uh, change in my life because I was in an accident. Actually, I was coming back from New York. And then uh, somebody picked me up from the airport and I have an accident. I don't remember everything, but um, I remember I was picking up in the airport and then stopped in the gas station and then I forgot everything. I wake up. You don't up. remember anything after that? No, 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 no. It was like a very, very terrible accident. Um, I have six surgeries. So I wake up in the sixth surgery. But it was like So you don't remember anything from the gas station to no. the sixth surgery? No, 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 no. Because because I remember... I remember because it was it was what February fourteenth, right? It was Valentine's Day. Yes. Yes. Okay, because I remember you and I, you know, we used to we we connected on on social media, and we used to comment on each other's stories and you know things, and then I remember I I, I sent you a message, and you never wrote back, and then I was like, oh, that's weird, and then I sent you another message like, hey. Why aren't you answering me? Like, and I never heard back from you. I was like, well, that's very strange. But then, you know, whatever. I didn't really think about it that much again. And then, but you were, you were in the accident and then you were in a coma for almost three two weeks. months. 
three, oh, week, three weeks. Three okay. weeks in a coma, and I was six months in the hospital. So wow. it was like a long, uh, long 22. That 2022 changed my life. And yeah, it is, it is like a, it was very tragic. Um, I broke my leg, my right leg, my, my right arm. I broke my neck, my spina. I don't know how to say that in, in English. Spine. Spine. Yeah, broke spine. Yeah. I broke my ribs. They cut my lung. I hurt my my head a lot. I have a lot yeah. of damage in my head. So Because they thought you were dead, right? When they arrived at the scene of the accident, you got thrown yes, from the vehicle. Yes. yes I and they thought you were dead. Yes, I'm injected from the car 74 feet. So, yeah, they thought I, I, I'm not going to pass even the night. Like, they, they, the doctors told my family, don't get expectatives because they don't know if I'm going to survive. Right. So it was a very hard time for my family. But right away, I don't remember anything. I, I just remember I was living another life. Those yeah. three weeks when I was in coma, I was fighting with my life. I don't know if I was fighting for my life. I was... I have a very a deep experience when I was in yeah. coma. Yeah, I so think you that... were. Were you conscious then? Were you thinking like when you were in that coma, or? I no no no. I, I was not conscious. I was just like I don't know. I was living like I don't know how to explain to you, but I think I speak with God. <laughs> right. I have like experience, very deep experience. I was fighting, run, 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 run. I see myself underground in a box, that talking to dead people, and then wow. yeah, yeah. It was very, very. I still have to record audios of what I was living when I was in coma because sometimes I think I'm that. Sometimes I think I'm. Right. May, I may not hear. I may that, and I'm just thinking myself. I'm. I'm in this world, but I'm not. Yeah, that is so intense. Yes. So you were, you were three weeks in a coma, and then you said you woke up after the sixth surgery. Correct. And they put me to sleep again because I'm gonna have another surgery. But I remember. Let me tell you, when I was on the way to my other surgery, is when I wake up. And then I'm like, what I am? What happened to me? And then I feel the call of the room and I feel the tires like of the car. They take me for the surgery, like rolling. Yeah. And then I like, I hear the doctors talking that I'm going to have another surgery. And I wanted to tell them not to put me to sleep because I can, I, I'm back, I'm here, everything. But I cannot talk because I have a, something in my mouth like a tube for breathing. So they put me to sleep again. And then it was like a very change of life. Very, 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 very. I, I, when, when they sent me home after six months, I don't remember when I was in rehabilitation, when I see myself in the mirror, nothing like I was. I have my long hair and they had to shave my head because I have too much damage in my head. They had to shave it and do work in my head. But I remember when I see myself in the mirror the first time, it was like, wow. I, I get very, very sad because I don't look nothing like, you know, with all my arm, my leg, my everything. I have a lot of um, scars on my face. 
And then I say myself, oh my gosh, how is not Bolivar is me? But I take the first shower for the first time in that moment. Yeah, after six months, I was touching the water in my body and I feel like, wow, this is, feels good. So I think I focus on that instead focusing on what I see in the mirror. I focus on the shower that I feel the water, I feel the, the happiness of that moment. And then I yeah. feel good. <laughs> you know, that, that is what impressed me the most about you and, and what really touched me and, and inspired me was when you when you messaged me, um, I think it was a, a month and a half or something, and you were still in the hospital. Um, and you told me what happened. I was like, oh my God, that was just, I mean, it's crazy to think about. And you showed pictures and everything. And um, one thing that really impressed me was how positive you were. A lot of people, they get their life totally scrambled like that and go through everything that you went through and you were in a coma and you're, you know, I remember you used to have this very long black hair and you were modeling and you were traveling all over and you were in Hawaii, you were doing all this stuff. And then the pictures that I saw, I was just like, oh my God, I, I barely recognized you. And, but it doesn't matter to, your attitude was always so positive. And I remember when I asked you, I was like, you know, how, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's super touching to me, but how do you, how are you so positive and happy and everything? And I remember you told me, you were like, Steve, I'm alive. That, that hit me because a lot of people tend to focus on the bad. Exactly. That's what I, that's what I think when I was in the way home, when they sent me finally home and I was in the ambulance I, I was in my wheelchair and the doctors told me I'm going to be one year in a wheelchair and I'm going to yeah. be one year in bed. And then I say, no, I was so active. I was so active before. I love hiking. I love going to the gym, workout, traveling, all that stuff that every woman wanted to do, you know, yeah. um, be independent, work and the, everything. And then I'm like, how am I going to be in bed one year? It's going to kill me. That's yeah. gonna that's gonna kill me. So I like no no no. I had to I had to I I had to take I had to make a decision or I give up and then forget about everything and or I'm just gonna start from zero with all my strength come stronger than ever and do it. So that's right. why I don't have a choice. That's what I decide to do. And then I remember my mom was home and she was helping me to do everything everything. But in the night when everybody was sleeping, I get in my wheelchair and then I try to, because my room is upstairs. So I try to go upstairs, but I cannot even do one uh, step, not nothing. But I try every night, every night, every night for three months into, into I did it. And that made me so happy. I'm like, whoa, I did it. I think like you say, it's everything is mental. 
I, yeah. I can give up on my mind and I say, you know what, I don't look like the same. I, I'm just like, I can't. But I try. I, I go to work out now. I don't know if you see in my social media. Of course. But, <laughs> but I work out again. I mean, it's hurt me. And I cannot do the same like before. But I do my best every day when I wake up. I'm just thankful to be alive. Yeah. And that that mindset is so powerful. Because it, it is everything in our mind. I think a lot of people in your situation may have just given up. And, okay, the doctors told me I'm going to be in bed in a wheelchair for a year. Okay, okay. But you didn't. Exactly. Yeah, and that's what a lot of my friends told me, you know, when they see me. Because I went to an event in California in my wheelchair. And you know, I don't, I don't have my beautiful hair anymore. And that's my strength. That's what I miss my, the most, the hair. But like, sometimes I'm like, no, I'm not going to do things because I don't look pretty like before. But that's not stop me. I keep doing it, keep doing it. So I went to this, I went to California and my friend Sammy, and they were like, my goodness, if I were you, I will be just in my room, no go out anymore. And I'm like, yeah, but that's not my choice. I wanted to be, become stronger, strong, starting from zero, inspiring another people who may be yeah. passing for another circumstance less than me or worse than me. But if I did it, everybody can do it. <laughs> like, right. we have moments. But yeah, you are, you are so strong. Yes, of course you have to have moments where you're sad or... or discouraged yes yeah but every single time i've talked to you or we've texted it's always been so positive yeah you you'll get a little down when you have to do your therapy yes but then you joke about it <laughs> <laughs> and you know that i, I remember when we were, we were chatting after you know you woke up and you texted me and i was i'm i was just it it really made me sit down and reflect on life and I was, I, I was inspired then, and I still stay inspired every single time we talk because you are just so much positive energy. Thank you, Steve. And yes, I, I don't think uh, we can just, um, how do I say, have the negative mentality, like focus on the negative things every day. No, no, no. We have to focus on the, on the, on the beautiful things happens. We are alive. We wake up. We have a house. We have... We have air to read. We have food on our yeah. table. Like everything else, I la I'm a kind of girl who don't give up and like to work hard because yeah. I want to, I like, I like working. I enjoy being in this world and helping other people and just do something positive for me, for my family, for my friends, for people who I don't know. And it's, this thing happened to me, I think, I don't, I don't see the negative way. I see the positive thing because it be, I become a better person than before. I'm more human. Yeah. You know, before I wasn't, I was a good person, but I think this accident, I, I see it like, wow, thanks God, I'm alive. And then another qualities, I exploring, you know, better qualities yeah. in myself. Yeah. No, that's that's so amazing to be able to take what for most people would be a, a horrible life-changing experience and turn it into something positive because 
when I hear you talk, I know it's not just words. It's something you feel. Because look at your smile. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Always smiling. Uh, the, Always. <laughs> the doctors. And you know, uh, yes. I was going to say, um, what, what were you going to say about the doctors? No, I, I say the doctors and the nurses and the hospital when I was in rehabilitation, Always when they come to my room, I was with a big smile. And then and they, they were surprised. They were, everybody in the, the hospital is like bad mood or, or mad or sad. And you always with a smile. I'm like, I'm just smiling because somebody came to see me. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just happy to I, be there. You know, I was so broke, but I was smiling. Yeah, I love it. And you know that, there was something else that you told me that really hit me. Um, I remember you, you, you mentioned it was like a couple months, you know, after you had come out of it and we had been chit chatting. And I remember you told me that nobody was messaging you anymore. That you would always, especially guys, obviously you're a beautiful woman, you have guys in your DMs all the time and you know, a lot of attention. And I know you you told me that a lot of people, after your accident, just stopped talking to you. They all of a sudden, they weren't your friends anymore. They were no longer interested. And it was just, that that really hit me. Like that is, it's sad, really. Yes, it is. But you know, you find out who's really are your friends. Because all the people that black me and they don't want to talk to me anymore, I mean, I don't see the reason for it, but it, I know that God leave the good people in my life. The, the yeah. bad people, they don't need to be in my life. They left. And then I was sad. I was like I told you, you know, sometimes I get sad and then I'm like, oh my gosh, all this happening. I had to realize how my life changed. But good people stay in my life and then one of them is you steve come thank you for your friendship it's very nice to know people like you well i, I that I, that really kind of pissed me off to be honest when you were telling me that because i can't imagine not wanting to talk to somebody or not wanting to associate with somebody just because they had something bad happen in their life i mean that it shows you the character of those people, what they're made of inside. And that, I don't know, it really, it really, it was, it made me sad, but it also kind of pissed me off, I'll be honest with you, because you're such a beautiful person. You were before and you still are. Nothing's changed with you. Yes. The person of who you are, <laughs> you know? Well, so I think, I thought that was a very. I think because the pictures that you saw of me, like in the beginning, mm -hmm. I mean, now I look better. I look, I mean, I, I feel beautiful, you know, I'm beautiful in and out. <laughs> but when I see you those pictures, I was like, look like a boy. I think, I think I remember when my family go visit me and then my friends, my, my close friends went to visit me. They, they told them in their room is her and they went to see me and they like, no, it's not her. It's a boy, but they don't know. Like they don't recognize me because everything, my physical change. So I yeah. think you know, I don't know, but thanks God I'm alive. I'm not in a wheelchair. I don't have, I don't lose my leg, my arm because the doctors broke a cracker 
and they open the hand and they say your arm and your leg was like this broke so they fix it and i still have it my arm still is not working like before but i do therapies every day even if it hurts i told them just keep going keep going because i want it to be better and yeah. there's nothing that's gonna stop me to keep keep well, fighting that's that's the mindset right there nothing's gonna stop you and if you have that mindset nothing will stop you nothing ever so let's talk about now the accident that was obviously it was a very very tough thing to deal with and you've done that but you know since then obviously you've recovered a lot physically you're still doing therapy and this is what almost a year and a half yes later it happened in february yes and then it was like coincidence it happens in the february 14 it was a coincidence because i have my it was monday so i had my convention on saturday and sunday in new york and then i come monday it was February 14th, so I will never forget that date. <laughs> no, no, it's not that different meaning for you. <laughs> it's another birthday <laughs> because I birthday. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. But, but what, what, you, what was your question? Oh, so now, okay, you're, you're still doing therapy. You're still in the recovery process. But what you've done is kind of take that experience and you've started to use your story to help other people and to help you in your business. So kind of tell us about what you do, what, what you're doing now. and Exactly. Well, uh, now I'm not working in Madeline or nothing like that anymore. Obviously, they hired me because I look like my look. They also, when, when I was working there, if I wanted to dye my hair or cut my hair or do something, put Botox in my face or something, I had to ask for permission to them before I do a change. So now that wow. it's changed completely, so obviously they don't want me anymore. But it's okay. Like, I'm, I'm happy of what I'm doing because that what I'm doing right now is um, I'm helping people with um, things that helping me. Like, it's... I'm amazed that how people contact me in social media because they in some kind of situation, they don't want it to live anymore and they see my story and they want to like, they want to talk to me and trying to, yeah. to see what I, what I feel after my accident and then help them to feel better because sometimes people get like a little problems or little things going on in their life and they want it to give up. They don't fight. Right. Right. So and it's a lot of times with people, it's really small things. You mm -hmm. know, in in the great in the big picture, people get so tied up and, and so depressed and sad over things that are very small. Mm -hmm. And then myself included, I think everybody does. Yeah. And then when I see somebody like you and you went through what you went through and you still maintain this amazing happiness and positive mindset that's very inspiring yes i i live every day just to be grateful because i'm alive and and the all this situation is let me value every second of my life that my la life can change any second 
like it changed yeah. mine. You know, life can change. So we just have to be happy for the present and just live the moment. And I think everything happened for a reason. And then definitely this accident made me a better person. Um, everything I'm going through is experience that I'm living. And I wanted to write a book about it. Yeah, I hope you do. <laughs> I hope you do. Uh, there's got to be, what do you think was the hardest part of maintaining this mindset after the accident? Whew. Get me sentimental. <laughs> um, I think I, um, it's just, Just one moment to other change your life and every aspect of your life. Imagine you, you stay without a job, where you don't make money anymore. I was yeah. six months in the hospital, three months in bed, and then it's like I almost last one year and then there. So yeah. I think that's um, what when I start doing my life again and driving and walking and just doing things uh, makes me happy. I think the worst thing that happened like, uh, is when you hear other people. Like, I think everybody needs to be your mind. It's your power because other people can say things to you like to give up. Like, you know, yeah. negative people came to tell you things. And then I hear a lot of that. But thanks God yeah. I have a strong mind and I don't let anybody to cross that, you know? Right. I don't know if I explain myself, but... No, no, you explained yourself really well, actually. And <laughs> that's interesting because it was, it was the negative comments that you would hear that really were a challenge to deal with. Yes, were they from like friends or, or were just like for people when you were out? No, no. Like just people you didn't know. People who come to see me at my house, I think they're friends, but they're not really friends because when you hear comments like that makes sense and then you like, you know, get me down. But I'm always like, no, no, no. Don't let all these comments to, to throw the towel, you know, just to give up. No, yeah. no, no. I had to keep going. I mean, I have a lot of scars in my body that I look every day, but instead of see it ugly, I see it like a, I'm a powerful, a strong lady. You know, I'm yeah. very strong. So when I see all the scars in my body, I'm like, wow, I've been in a very bad situations and I'm here smiling and strong. Even um, when my, because I have a lawyer that is helping me with my case because this accident mm -hmm. to me happened because my seatbelt broke. Right. So I have a legal stuff going on, but the lawyer told me to go to see a psychologist to, to help me with this situation. So I, I make an appointment and I went to see, uh, to see him and uh -huh. result that he was a psychiatra. Okay. Psychiatra, psychiatra. Psychiatrist, you know, psychiatrist. psychiatrist, yeah. Yes. Psychiatrist, so, yes. So he talked to me and he wanted to give me a medicine because he he diagnosed me with depression. 
So he gave me um, medicine and he told me, okay, you have to drink this medicine. And then, but if you want to stop drinking, you just need to tell me because you need to, I need to tell you how to leave it. You can just, right. and then I'm like, I don't need no medicine. I mean, I'm not in depression. I feel happy. I don't want to die. I wanted to leave. Of course, I get sad because the situation, I get sad. I get like, oh my goodness. But it's not the end of the world. So I'm like, no, I don't right. need to drink that medicine. And I'm not going to see that guy again. <laughs> Good. Good. That's, that's, unfortunately, I think that's all they do sometimes is just try and push drugs, drugs, drugs. Yes. And it, I don't think, maybe in, obviously in some cases, it can help, but I, I think the majority of people that they try and give drugs to probably don't need it. Exactly. No, I, I don't even, I, even when they send me from the hospital home, they send me with a lot of medicine for my pain and my inflammation because I have a lot of dementia in my neck and my arm and my leg. So I was very in pain. So they give me, they give me a lot of morphina and narcoticos to help me. But I'm like, no, 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 I don't want to drink nothing anymore. So I drink uh, natural supplements that help me with my pain, with my everything, and I'm good with that. I'm like, I don't need anything else. I don't like to drink, uh, you know, all the kind of medicines and they give you in the hospitals or things like that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's the best. I, obviously, there's a, t there's a place for medication, pain pills and psychiatric, but... I, I think our, our whole medical system is just, they're about making money and pushing drugs on people. And I don't think that's the right thing. So I'm really glad that's the way you took it. Yes. It helps keep your mind clear. Exactly. Yes, exactly. And that's what I wanted to, because I was, I, I told you, it was six months, horrible six months, terrible. I don't like it when I was living in the hospital and I don't want to go back in the hospital anymore. And I don't wish nobody that because it's like a bad, bad experience, but yeah. you know, it's, I, I, I'm okay with that. I'm living the, like I say, I'm living from the experience and it helped me a lot and I'm helping another people to not see the problems they have. I don't know what problems that people has around me or in the world, but Everything happened to us. It has a solution if we have a great mindset. One hundred percent, I agree mm -hmm. completely. And that's that's really why I wanted to get you on here because this this whole podcast is about mindset. And I love talking to people who have been through something life changing, something that you know, whether like yours, injury, or or maybe people get wiped out financially or you know there's any number of things that can really impact a person's life and developing the right kind of mindset to move past that mm -hmm. and move on with your life and succeed in whatever you want to do whether it's even just being happy again you know that's a that's a really powerful and your story is is one that I think can touch a lot of people <laughs> Definitely, yes, because it really changed, like you say, you know, sometimes life can change you and depends of 
a very different circumstances your life. But in me, everything, because it was my physical, my body, my health, my money, because I don't have no income anymore after that. And then everything yeah. has to change. I used to live by myself. Now my brother lives with me because I cannot pay my rent. <laughs> I'm working, you know, with different work, but I'm I'm just uh, starting a new life, a new outcome. Yeah. Um, but like I say, I'm happy. Yeah. 100%. And it's, it's good that you had, you know, like your brother to lean on and family. Because and... you, were, you were actually when you were on your way home from the airport, you were supposed to go get carne asada with your family, right? Yes, they were waiting for me to eat, to have dinner because my mama was in town. But, you know, I don't know. Everything changed one moment to other. And then yeah. that accident happened and the carne asada never was. So this year they had the carne asada and I was there. <laughs> they wanted I, to I have a feeling... <laughs> I have a feeling that you'll have carne asada every Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, you invite the next one. <laughs> All right, I will be there. <laughs> so that'll be good. Well, MK, thank you very much. I really appreciate you coming on. And I've wanted to talk to you on here just because your story is so inspiring thank for me personally. You, yes. you know, I've, I've seen it from when it happened. And I've seen how you how you dealt with it. And I see how you just come out of it and you're just this amazing, amazing person. And for me, it's really, really inspiring. Yeah. And I'm glad I'm, I'm really glad that I got to be a little part of it, you know, like to see you go through it. It was very hard, obviously, to see you like that, but it was also just so amazing to see how you dealt with everything. Yeah. And remember when you told me you were looking for me where they put that people? Oh yeah. The obituaries. I'm like, did she die? I, I was almost, <laughs> almost. But you're not. You are not dead. You are alive and you are thriving. So exactly. I see your I see your posts in the gym. And uh, so what what is like? Give us your your Instagram handle so people can follow you because honestly, your story and and how you even as you're going through it right now because you're still in therapy and you're still fighting everything. So. What is your, what's your Instagram? MK Guzman. M-K-G-U-Z-M-A-N. Uh, and then my Facebook too, MK Guzman. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> well, follow her. She's amazing. And again, thank you very much. I appreciate you. I know you're busy and you took out the time to talk to me. So I really appreciate that. No, thank you for inviting me, Steve. Have a beautiful day. And thank you. I'm so glad to be here in my story to helping others absolutely thank you thank so you